JD Talking Sports. It is Friday, December 23rd, 2017. JD Talking Sports, shop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. Subscribe to my videos on YouTube. Please, somebody, help me. <laughs> I took my mom. Well, my mom, she took me. We saw Star Wars today, The Last Jedi. I loved it. I love that I'm not going to, you know, Rock gets all pissed off. He's very sensitive in his older age, you know. I mean, he can't taste his food. You know, he just needs a lot of things. He needs stimulation, and he can't handle certain things. So I, I don't want to get him upset, raise his heart rate and all that stuff. He can't afford that stuff now. You know, he's, he's, he's an older man. He can't take too much stress. But I'll tell you, and I, they said there was some surprise at the ending. I didn't think a surprise ending. I thought there was an ending, but it was a good ending. And a good movie. There was humor. My friend thought that the humor did not go with the Star Wars Credo, Creed, Credo, whatever you want to call it. A little, a little slap, slapsticky. I liked it. Highly recommend it. Very good. I'm very excited. Bright, which got ripped. The Will Smith movie that's on Netflix. I'm watching that tomorrow morning. And I'll have a review on that. Watch a documentary today on PBS called Supergirl with a girl named when I got a picture of Rock I sent him I said dude is that you at the net game tonight he goes dude I'm not that fat I said oh I forgot how svelte you are this girl's name is Niami Cutton orthodox Jewish girl from Paramus New Jersey she is a power lifter at 91 pounds she was squatting over 230 pounds interesting she started power lifting at the age like she was in a father said she was in a taekwondo class and she was like more advanced than everybody, anybody else. So he started trying her at 10 years old and powerlifting because he was a powerlifter. And it's just interesting. And then she was, you know, it just, she really, the parents were kind of pushing in a way, but she was pushing herself. I, I really would call it self, it, it really is an, a very individual, weightlifting is a very individual sport. That's why I think I got into it because I didn't have to wait for anybody. You know, the great thing about weightlifting is you can always lift more weight. So, you know, you lift whatever, you get a bench press, I mean, and then you're like, hey, I can always do more weight. And the powerless is a whole different culture. My father had an old a partner that he had who was into it, and it's its own thing. But if you get a chance to watch it, it's called Supergirl on PBS. You see this girl, she looks like skin and bones. As she gets older, you know, she was she had some major headaches, and, you know, they attributed it maybe to her lifting. But, you know, if it was in her bones. I mean, that's what she loves to do. And, you know, she's an orthodox girl. It's pretty cool. I didn't find it. I didn't go really into the parents. Actually, the mother was raised Pentecostal, Pentecostal, and she converted to Judaism. And usually, when they convert, they go hardcore, and she did. And I think she, so. The girl's now sixteen years old. I found her page, page on YouTube. It was interesting. If you get a chance to watch it, as I said, it was definitely worth seeing. And, you know, I've lifted weights, but I never got into it. I mean, they said, you know, she's lifting basically three to almost three times her body weight. Listen, I know a kid named Billy Wickenheiser. He was 135 in high school. I remember he was bench pressed 135. He was just solid muscle, strong-ass kid. I think the most I ever bench pressed was 335 at like 190, 200 pounds. So I never really, but, but leg press, I could do like 1,000, 1,100 pounds. Go figure. Actually, I'm going to join the gym tomorrow or on or Sunday. Well, I think I have to go tomorrow. I get a deal tomorrow, and I'm going to get rock on. I was supposed to. He wanted me to come to the radio stations tonight, and I said, 
you know, I realized, why do I have to go to the station? He's on one to four tonight. Why don't I just meet him and we do a podcast and that would be a lot better instead of me trying to stay awake until one o'clock in the morning. Because the Knicks tonight, up 101-97, I thought the game was over and they lost to the Pistons. Kind of sucked. Actually really sucked. Because I thought, I said, oh, yeah, we lost 104-101. Porzingis had 29, 10 points in the fourth quarter. Knicks shot only six free throws for the entire game. Actually, 25 to 6, that was the disparity in free throws. The Pistons only went 18 for 25. Cantor had 22 points, 16 rebounds, 8 offensive. Courtney Lee at 16. He went in. They were down by, I think they were down 1-0. What were they? They were down by 1. And Courtney Lee went to go in to try to lay up. Ball got blocked. Porzingis, they were going down. They were up by 2. He took a, took a 3. Shouldn't have fucking taken. And Beasley goes from scoring 32 last night to 13 points tonight. I mean, 13 minutes, only 6 points. McDermott led the bench with 10 points, but the rest of the bench had a total of 17. So 27 off the bench, not going to win many games. Actually, what did the... Actually, they outscored the bench. Fast point, fast break points, 15 to nothing, the Pistons. But I was listening after the game to... Uh, what's his name? Han and Wally Zerbiak. And Wally Zerbiak says, you need a point guard who can penetrate. And the Knicks don't have that point guard that can penetrate. They don't have... I thought, you know, Courtney Lee is the guy who does it. And he said, Courtney Lee did not get it done tonight. But they don't have that real point guard. Neil Aquina paid 20 minutes tonight. He had five points, two rebounds, three assists. And that's what they need. They don't have it. They don't have a guy to close out. They don't have what they, you know, they're changing from Carmelo was Carmelo would always get the ball. Well, that's okay with me. I, I don't need Carmelo around. I like how they're playing now. Yeah. And the, that's what, and even Cornisek says, we don't have a guy who can penetrate. Maybe it's Beasley. That's what he said. He was in the game, but that's what they, th- also, they were talking and they said, you know, maybe they could have held out for a shot and they were arguing that, you know, Serbiak said you go to overtime and, you know, Han was saying that, you know, they, this was an MSG post game. He was saying how, you know, you want to get the win when you, get, you go for the win in on the road. And it was a back to back. Only 11 fouls called on the Pistons. Nine, outscored 92, as I said, in the final freaking couple minutes that, that, that ended on a 9 2 run, the Pistons. And Jackson, their point guard, was penetrating. And you know, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you get your point guard. You got your point guard penetrating. What's it, Reggie Jackson? Yeah, you know, Reggie Jackson. What do we? What do you do tonight? Ten points, eight assists, four rebounds. But he can penetrate. That's what you need. A point guard who can get through. And the other thing, Porzingis twelve for twenty-eight. But his first shot of the game, it rattled in. It kind of well, it got a nice roll. And you know that always helps him because after going all in eleven last night. Which I, you know what I, he did say something great. He brought up, he brought up Mamba, which I love. Yeah, he he, uh, you know, it's on eleven last night. He said Kobe says you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Well, today I missed all hundred percent. Now he's got Joel Embiid on Christmas Day next. Guess we'll see how that does. Porzingis started four for 12, 10 points in the fourth quarter, twenty nine in the game, nine rebounds. Also. Cantor had three blocks, three assists, one steal. And I don't know why Baker was in there. You know, he tried to do a, a, a kind of like a, a, took a, tried a, a risky pass. Ball was intercepted. They just had bad, bad possessions at the end of the game. 
Yeah. He said, you want to have set plays at the end of the game. You want to have the ball and in the hands of your point guard. They looked, or- they, yeah, they looked or- disoriented. They could have won two in a row. That would have been a nice win today. They would have gotten their 18th win. Also now, what are they, 2-10 and 10 on the road now? Sucks, man. You know, I mean, I was just like... Hey, and Porzingis, 28 shots, two free throws, two for two from the line. They said, the great ones get to the line. Harden does. LeBron does. Russell Westbrook drills a green win in three in the final seconds. Give it a thunder. 120, 117 win over the Hawks. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. Hey, you're not going to win every game. And the Knicks, talk about the Knicks, the Nets, man. The Nets played the freaking Wizards today. They won one 1984 over the freaking I mean Jesus they blew him out Hollis Jefferson had 21 points 11 rebounds second half they outscored him 66 to 41 actually they outscored the Nets won every goddamn quarter every quarter that's what he would nice going love games like that now, let's see. Okay, now this is... They were talking about that Okafor is not going to play because they don't want to show too much. Well, Stauskas had 15 points in 15 minutes off the bench. Okafor did not play. Listen, a blowout, he didn't even get get on the court? Wow, that's kind of shocking to me. Even Zeller. I saw Zeller with the dunk in the highlights. That's a beautiful one. Nets now 12-19. and 19. Wow, Wizards fell to 17 and 15. John Wall only 10 points. Beal had four points at 21. Beal went, Beal and Wall went and combined six for 16. Whew. 14 points total. Oof. It's a bad day. Beal had a bad game. You know what? Sometimes you just have a stinker. That was a stinker. Wow. And today they had bowl games on. I missed the Bahamas Bowl, but I got to give props to Ohio. UAB in their first bowl game after dismantling the program two years ago, lost 41-6. And Wyoming with Josh Allen, who is going pro in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. 11 for 19, 154 yards, three touchdowns. It was a nice 45-yard touchdown patch, which I saw. Also did a nice block in a reverse. They finished 8-5, and five, six straight wins, 37-14 over Central Michigan. And tomorrow, man, tomorrow is, listen to this. Tomorrow, I can't wait. Oh, oh okay, I got UConn 10-0. They played in Toronto today. And they they played in Toronto for, Katie Lou Samuelson had, they played in a packed house in, in her native county, Kia Nurse. She sang her national anthem before before the game. There's a 24 points, UConn, biggest one. It's 104-52 over Duquesne. Katie Lou Samuelson had 33 points, 8-9 and three-pointers. Yes, that's pretty cool. I th- you know, I, th- I think it's cool. She said, my grand- Keener said, my grandparents got to see me for the first time in a Connecticut jersey. There's something that's really special. I'm excited to go hug them. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And the Huskies won for the 101-1 the in the last 102 games. They won't play again until December 31st. They're going to play the going to play Memphis in Hartford. How about that? Unbelievable, ten and zero. Duquesne fell to ten and three. And Duquesne was not a Duquesne had a loss since losing to East Tennessee State on November nineteenth. Pretty cool. I love when they do stuff for that for the kids. I'm talking about. Well, you know, I can say they're kids because I'm freaking forty eight years old. So these are kids. 
And I, I got Ranger tickets, but I'm going to have to work that day. I'm kind of pissed. Look at OKC. Is, hey, they're over 500. 17 and 15. Carmelo had, hey, Carmelo had freaking 24 tonight. Georgia had 17. Westbrook had 30.7 rebounds, 15 assists. Guys, so fuck. You know, I didn't even check Westbrook's numbers this year because last year to triple double for the entire season. Oh, I'm sorry. He's only averaging 23 a game, nine and a half rebounds, and 9.7 assists per game. He's slowing down. Pretty cool. And I think, who do they play? They play. Are they playing a. Who are they playing? Yeah, Celtics are actually going to play for the first time. They're playing at home on Christmas. You got Philadelphia plays its first Christmas game since 2001 when it visits New York, followed by Cleveland Golden State, Boston hosts Washington in the third game, followed by Houston visiting OKC, and the nightcap has Minnesota facing the Lakers. So that's, wow, five games, dude. Dwayne Wade will aim to win a, a Christmas the 11th time, which would extend his NBA record. <laughs> Wade and LeBron each. Have exactly 301 points and 76 assists on Christmas. The active leaders in both. Unbelievable. Freaking crazy. And the the Rockets 15-0 and with Paul in the lineup this year. Also, they're on pace to obliterate the league's three-point record for the second straight season. Unbelievable. Just freaking crazy. It was a couple days ago. So they actually lost. Final loss of Chris Paul. Now, some things I wanted to talk about. I didn't know this. So I watched the thing on Jim Mora. I watched uh, NFL films. Oh, wait. Let me, before I get to that, how about this? Now, Jello left UCLA. Well, UCLA Athletics announced today that athletic director Dan Guerrero and head coach Steve Alford of the men's basketball team extended the suspensions of men's uh, student athletes Cody Riley, uh, when they call them student athletes, and Jalen Hill throughout the conclude the rest of the season for the being involved in the theft in China. Maybe it was right to get Jello out of there, suspended the rest of the year. I think I think I think that's I think that's warranted. Those kids were stupid fucking idiots, and maybe hey, Lavar knew something. Get him out. Get him the fuck out. Be done. Be done. Yeah, they said the Yankees are trying to get you, you Darvish. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not. They're talking about today that they said the Giants should get a new quarterback. I think they should give... Freaking Davis Webb a chance. Left tackle, of course. Shut down corner. A young pass rusher. And the core four, as it's supposed to get. A next generation core four, so to speak. So you want a quarterback, left tackle, shut down corner, a young pass rusher. Easier said than done. They're going to have a... Listen, they spent 2015. They got left tackle Eric Flowers. Tenth pick last year on Eli Apple. Yeah. They're thinking, Eli, you know, the Flowers could probably go to the right side or possibly guard alongside center Brett Jones. Also, he's been terrible this year. They all, uh, Apple's been terrible. Or DRC is going to be 32 in April. Janoris Jenkins. They're going to bring him back also. What are, you know, hey, 
They said that he has to find a Marshawn Lattimore. Hey, maybe they'll get a coach that could light a fire on Eli Apple's ass. Maybe. There's a chance. Maybe they could get somebody because I know Rock loves his gents, as he calls them. How about this? Harden put up 51 in back-to-back games, but the Rockets freaking lose both. 51 two straight nights, and they freaking lose. Well, that, I'm telling you, sometimes I feel like when the guy lights it up like that, doesn't mean you're going to win every game. It's about balance. Balance, baby. Balance. Last night, freaking I thought, you know, with the Knicks with Beasley, 32 points. Porzingis takes a lot of bad fucking shots. Though at the end of the game, you know, why he had to put up that three, I think sometimes. And, and drive to the fucking basket. You don't have to stay out there. You know, goddamn, you're a big fucking guy. Get in there. Run the lane and try to fucking get some foul. Make some contact. Do something. Also, well, what's today? That was yesterday. Yeah, this is yesterday's stats. This is game's nest. Yeah, I'm not doing this. And I, so I watch NFL films on Jim Moore. Three years in the USFL, he took the Philadelphia Stars to the championship game. They won the last two years. They won the championship. Then he took over a Saints team that had had a winning season in 19 season. Took him to the playoffs in four or six years. Actually, he left them. He, he just, you know, he quit middle of the season. He said he probably shouldn't have done it, but he was burnt out. 0-6 in the playoffs. His son, Jim Moore Jr., finally won a playoff game when he was head coach of the of the Falcons with Vic at quarterback. Where they beat, I think they beat the Rams 47-17 in a division game. And he gave the game ball to his dad. Actually, the last game ball of the game he gave it to him. And, you know, the whole playoffs, he doesn't like people bring that up. He says, you know, just shut up. He doesn't think, he doesn't want to be remembered as the playoff guy. He's 82 years young. Hasn't coached since he left the Colts. He actually, co- he was the first coach at Peyton Manning. But the thing that was interesting, when he was the Saints coach, he let Peyton come in to a practice. And he got to go in a quarterback meetings. And actually, they let him run a two-minute drill. He's a 15-year-old kid. And he said he completed a couple passes, gave him the confidence as a quarterback. And I thought that was really freaking cool. I, I really thought that was, you know, I like that. And then I watched, oh, and more, and also he took the Colts from three and thirteen to thirteen and three, but they lost in the playoff game, and that didn't. But that, but it was very interesting. The thing about Peyton Manning, I never knew. I thought that was pretty cool. And he says, "I'll remember, always remember Mora as his first coach." And then I watched timeline on the seventy six seventy seven Bucks, who lost twenty six straight before in their first game. They had a rookie owner in Hugh Culverhouse, a rookie head coach. John McKay, who had won four national championships at USC, and they had a rookie GM of player operations. I guess that's that's what I saw he was listed as in Ron Wolf. Now Ron Wolf ended up having a Hall of Fame career, led uh, architect for the Packers, who ended up winning the Super Bowl with Brett Favre and Holmgren. And Wolf said it was a recipe for disaster. And the thing that was interesting is that they so they finally won their first game against the Saints. Hank Schrimm was the coach. The next week they come, they get off the plane, they land at like 11 o'clock at night and there are 10,000 people waiting for them. 10,000 people. I mean, that's pretty fucking awesome. And then the next game they come out, they get introduced as a team and they beat the Cardinals 17-7, so they went two straight and it ends up that they fire. Hank Stram gets fired at the end of the season and Don Coriel, who's coach of the Cardinals, gets fired at the end of the season. And they sent a game ball to the first one to Johnny Carson, who said it's a new product because it's hardly been used. And Steve Spurrier, they had brought back in 76 because, you know, he was a Florida boy. And he gets cut at the beginning of next season. He goes into coaching, goes on to Florida. He said he never would have went into coaching if he hadn't got cut. And then John McKay's son, Rick, ends up becoming, who was ball boy for his dad, 
ends up being the GM for this Super Bowl team 10 years after his dad retires, right? No, it couldn't be. Or 10, no, in 2000, wait, that was 2000. You know, I'm trying to think what year that was. The Buck Super Bowl win. Had to be 2000, yeah, that was, that was after, that was, that was way after his dad coach. Yeah, Bucks won the Super Bowl in 2002. But this was the thing. So two years later in 79, they were win. They, I remember they lost 9 nothing to the Rams in Tampa Bay. I remember, I remember Ricky Bell was the running back. They'd been the Eagles in the divisional round. Then they won. They beat the, they lost to the Rams. The Rams ended up losing the Super Bowl that year to the Steelers with Vince Ferragamo. But I remember that because I remember the Super Bowl. I remember, I remember Ricky Bell on the Super Bowl cover, of the cover, I mean, SI cover. And I was I was I was rooting for the Bucks. I was very upset when they lost that playoff game. But that's not what what I was thinking about was that team. He had twenty three members of that team that seventy nine that was a win away from the Super Bowl, from the Owen twenty six start, Buck teams from seventy six seventy seven. It was it was just great. So if you get to watch the timeline, I highly recommend Supergirl. I highly recommend that on PBS. It's under Independent Lens, I think it is, or you can find it on the. You can find it. I, I found it on the app. I recommend that. Highly recommend it. Very much so. It was it was excellent. And you have to go see freaking Star Wars. I told my buddy, go see Star Wars. Go see Star Wars. Yeah, Supergirl. Independent Lens on PBS. That's what it was on. Josh Allen, of course. The guy calling the game thinks that he should be the freaking... Number one pick of the draft. And Daryl Strawberry says he used to have sex between innings. God bless him. Guess he didn't tire him out. And how about this? Amir Khan, Muslim boxing champ Amir Khan, received death threats after putting up a Christmas tree for his daughter. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what to say to this. I feel like I understand that people are very passionate, but to get death threats over that stuff? Listen, social media has gotten so fucking out of whack that they do, people do crazy shit, and that should never happen. That is disgusting. And Akron announces it will sponsor Varsity Esports in fall 2018. I don't think esports should be considered sports. Am I sweating when I play it? No. Am I using dexterity? Yes. Is it a sport? No. Definitely not in my opinion. But what do I know? I know nothing. I'm just a man trying to find my way. Oh, and Omar Manaya Manaya is now going to be the special assistant to GM Sandy Allison. We'll focus on scouting and player development. They just keep bringing guys back. Just keep bringing guys back. How about that? And Dick Enberg. I love Dick Enberg. Used to work with Merlin Olson. Remember him calling Rose Bowls. I remember him calling Super Bowls. 10 Super Bowls, 28 Wimbledons, Olympic. I mean, he was the shit. And then he ended his career working for the Padres. Dick Enberg was just class. Freaking class. And I was, my mom was asking, well, why was he, why did they let go of him? Like, they, I said, well, he got too old. And I feel like they got rid of Summerall. They got rid of Emberg. You know, I mean, Madden retired, so why did, why did Summerall have to go? Summerall was like classic. Emberg was classic. And I don't, I don't feel just because you get a certain age, you have to, listen, actors retire when they die. And I think broadcasters should retire when they fucking die. I don't think these guys should be let go. And I was like, really? He's done? That's it? No. I wasn't happy with that at all. Because I liked him. How about this? Emails reveal that the Miss America CEO, along with board members, repeatedly traded vulgar insults about former winners. 
I'll tell you, it's just like nothing surprises me anymore, dude. Nothing. It's just like, yeah, just keep it coming. Just, yeah, it's just stunning in a way that they, they, they keep doing their shit. And, and I love ESPN gives me the best, best stats. Oh, Kyrie Irving, not a fan at all of Christmas. Doesn't believe Christmas is a holiday, but is still excited to, but is still excited to play for the fans on Monday. No, doesn't believe in Christmas. Hey, I also th- he doesn't think the what is Earth is round or something. He thinks it's or the, the Earth is round. He thinks it's fun. Hey, dude, whatever makes you go through the day. It's a good day for Christmas. My my uh, friend Roger went to his grandson. He gets dressed up. He's a he's a professional Santa costume. His grandson. He went to his school. His grandson did not know that it was him in the costume. I love that. I love that. Also, first thirty games, five hundred points, two hundred fifty. Rebounds, 200 assists. Only two guys have done it. Robertson in 2000, in 1960-61. Rookie of the year that year, yes. Simmons this year. Well, of course he's going to be rookie of the year. Come on, guy, guy is a beast. Listen, they're going to get better. I know they're going to have some bumps this year, but they're going to get better. Now, we got some tri- do we have some trivia? Of course, of course we have trivia questions. Of course we have trivia questions. We have... We have trivia questions because that's Rock. I'm sorry I'm not going to be on tonight, but I'll tell you the truth. JD is too tired. Oh, we've got some technical difficulty. You know, I have to put Shaft on my goddamn phone, and I'm just every time I say I'm going to do it, I don't. And then I got to go through these stupid ads till the song comes on, and I'm not happy. And then it finally comes on. I'm like, goddamn, let's get to it. Okay, tonight's trivia question. Only team to send all four linebackers to a Pro Bowl in the same season in NFL history. The Saints in 1992. Sam Mills. The, you know, and I'm blanking on the four others. The Saints in 1992. I get okay, most catches in an NFL game. Nice to question. Most catches in an NFL game. Most catches in an NFL game by... Ever. Ever. I'll give you a hint. He has played for the Jets and Giants. Yes, he has. And recently... That should help you out a little bit. All right. Knicks playing again on Monday. Hosting the Sixers. You've got to win that game, guys. You're 15-5 at home. you got to do it. Jets, Chargers on freaking Sunday. And we have the Giants, Cardinals. Could we have a Davis Webb sighting on Sunday? I don't know. But I want the Giants to lose. I want that 13th loss to set a record for the franchise. So I'm pulling for Arizona. That game is going to be ugly. And tomorrow the games, Ravens playing the shite. They're terrible games tomorrow. I'm blanking. I know I know the night game is going to be the Vikings at, at the Packers. It's going to be windchill of negative something. And the, the Ravens are playing somebody really shitty. It escaped me. But they're both games I care very little about. But the, the Texas Tech is going to play South Florida, which is going to be a freaking... High-scoring game, and then there is one of the—I forget—I forget the name of the bowl, but it's going to be San Diego State versus Army, both running teams. San Diego State had the uh, that the running back Pumphrey, who finished fifth in the Heisman Trophy voting this year, and I think I just butchered his name. Yeah, yeah, I had to shut the music off for a second because I had—I got to check this; it's going to bother me. 
San Diego, San Diego State running back. Yeah. Penny. It isn't Pumphrey. It's Penny. Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Sorry about that. And what about football tomorrow? Football, NFL tomorrow. Yeah, Ravens, Colts. That's going to suck. Okay, back to Isaac. Isaac, I'm sorry. I, 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 I disrespected you, dude. I did. I did. I, I'm sorry. I, I had to... Rashad Penny. Best in and again, we got music. See, we got technical diff. I got to put that... Tomorrow, I'm putting the song on, folks. I apologize. I'm tired. I just ran in place because they had Chinese food. Let me tell you something. I was just watching American World from London. Like I couldn't stop watching it for like 30 minutes. I'm watching American World from, World from London. I love David Norton. What a great fucking movie. That is one of the best goddamn movies ever. If you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. All right. See Star Wars. See Superstar. Supergirl. And have a great night. I need to go to bed. All right. I'm just babbling now. Rock. I would love to be there tonight. I'm not going to be there. I miss you. I love you. Peace out.